Welcome, welcome, everyone, to Top Ten with Micah and Ben. Micah, how you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. Hey. hey. Hi. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing real swell. Real swell. You know why, Ben? Tell me why, please. Tell me. Kristen, Kristen and I, uh, sh- she, Micah, and I. You made another baby. <laughs> no. And it's already here. No. It's out. No. Uh, <laughs> nope. Not at all. Okay. We have started rewatching Lost. <gasps> oh, you can finally start that Lost podcast you've always wanted. Well, no, I do. I want to do that so badly, but I just don't know what my angle would be yet. I'm still trying to figure that out. So maybe next watch through. This is my uh, seventh watch through of the show. Wow. You've kept track of that? Kristen's second. Yeah. Ugh. Come on. Well, yeah. Well, we're getting there. Got to start somewhere, there. right? But it's good. We're in just a few episodes into season one, and the magic is back, and it brings a lot of joy to my heart. I'm very excited about I'm it. I'm glad to hear that, and I'm so sorry that your joy will be destroyed when you get to season five. Um, bummer, but you know. Uh, so everyone, welcome to. Did I know you don't like the ending of Lost? No, 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 no. How are we Whoa. even still friends? Whoa. Uh, season five is not the last season of Lost. Michael. I'm aware of this. You know what they do? All good. You know what they do in season five? I am aware. Anyway, welcome to anyway. our top ten with Micah and Ben podcast that we are surprise converting to a podcast all about Lost. It's called Lost but Never Found. Man, oh, I want to so badly. <laughs> well, <sighs> we all have dreams that will never come true. So, actually, this, <laughs> this shouldn't be that hard for you. Just. I don't know. No, I got in. on the. I was on like. Well, I'm a part of the Lost uh, subreddit community, of course. And I I pulled some people on there once, if there would be interest in a uh, Lost rewatch podcast. And they said yes because they're nerds. Yeah, I got positive. On Reddit. I got positive feedback. Yeah, good. But I I need some sort of specific angle. Okay, we can stop talking about Lost now. Well, okay. I suppose I mean, you you can do it, dude. If we can record in the airport. Before we head on a plane to yeah, Tibet, we should mention that, and you probably. can record about Lost anywhere, anytime. Yeah, uh, tell us what's going on. Uh, well, we're in an airport. We are. This is the first first time we've really taken the show on the road, as you might say. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are waiting on our plane to uh, Tibet, and looking out the window, it's a little smaller than I imagined. Yeah, the the plane. The plane, yeah. Sorry, not oh, Tibet. Okay. We can't see Tibet yet. <laughs> like, we're, we're, we're still in the United States. We're in an airport very close to the country of Tibet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, we could probably walk. <laughs> we, we could walk, but we thought we'd take a plane. Uh, but no, we are taking a spiritual journey uh, to recoup, and we're doing that together, obviously, to Tibet. Obviously. Um, and so, yeah, we're pretty excited about it. Uh, be good. Did we mention that this was the season one finale? Oh, the season Have one we finale. Said that yet? Because we're like a TV show now. Yeah. And we season season two is always better. Serialized. Yep. Season two always builds on season one. Season two always better. 
Are you trying to contradict me? I'm trying me? to think of an example where it's not the case. I mean, there's got to be something, but those shows aren't memorable. Uh, that's probably so. true. You have uh, a good point. Yeah, so, so what Twi- are we doing Twin here? Peaks. Sorry, okay. Twi- <laughs> uh, w- w- this is a show that we do where we sometimes make lists. Wait, no, like every episode we make lists. Oh, yeah, you're right. We've never failed to do that yet. That's true. I mean, that's something we've Except last week where we didn't make a list. <laughs> that's true. We heard your soothing voice. You know what? Your voice was a little too soothing, I think. Um, Ooh, I'm, I'm getting I a little soothe. I'm getting a little feedback on that that people really enjoyed your voice and uh, made them uncomfortable uh, with how much how much they're enjoying it. So I don't know, don't know what that means. Sure. But uh, Micah, you know yeah, what? I'm very charmed. To, to get us started, would you would you like a catchphrase? I would love a catchphrase. But thou, do, do, thou, do, do, catchphrase of the week. So catchphrase of the week is brought to you not by Chris. By what? Kyle Jurassic because he did this he did the song which we love, uh, but this is brought to you by my dreams. Micah, would you like to hear my dream? Uh, yeah. Is this a normal like you were sleeping at night dream or like s- sweat lodge dream? Uh, good question. I'm confused about the latter option, but like, no, did this... you imbue yeah. some sort of drugs and go sit in a sweat lodge and have some sort of very interesting dream experience well or uh, were you just sleeping at night my peyote dreams are for me only and okay uh, this was my sleeping dream. sure that's understandable sleeping dream so this was like the other night you know a few nights ago it was amazing and i'm just going to kind of quentin tarantino this one by saying that when i when i woke up i said i'm done with sleeping i i literally (laughs) thought to myself it was 4 30 in the morning i remember i looked at my watch and I said, you know what? I'm done with sleeping. I don't need to sleep anymore because I've met my dream, like my dream dream, if that makes sense. Oh, the, the dream of all dreams. The dream of all dreams. And let me describe you met, it to you. You met your dream of all dreams. My dream of all dreams. Um, wow. Which would be a great That's title for That's not something episode. that typically happens to people until they're mid to late 40s or 50s. That's true. Uh, scientific studies, psychological assessments have been done to prove that. Uh, but yeah. So I hit mine early, uh, just like how I, I started growing a beard at the age of 12. Correct. It happens. happens. Um, and I got an award for that, just so everyone knows. <laughs> All right, so my dream, are you ready for it? I am very ready for it. Okay, so I was testing out one of the first jetpacks. Jetpacks, Micah. Okay. Sorry, I thought you'd be like more excited about like a well. Like a I was mainly, yeah. I was mainly chewing over the statement one of the first jetpacks because I'm I'm pretty sure they exist now. No, no, this is a jet like. I'm talking like jetpack, like you got the controls in your hands and the thing on your back, and you're just like you know just rolling around. Yeah, I I do think that already exists. Where, with the, like the military. And. And just in the world, like super rich people can buy them. No, no, no. They have that for like in the water, like those hydro jetpacks. Well, they, no, they have the water ones too, but I'm There's pretty not, sure they no, have real ones. They, they have it. I don't think they okay, figured okay. it out because they like burn your legs or something like that. Anyway, they figured it out and they're like, Ben, you get to test this. I'm like, let's do it. So I'm testing it around Grand Rapids, Michigan. Sure. Sure. And I'm, I'm like having a ball and I feel, I'm feeling this dream. I really felt like I was like actually on a jetpack, just like going all around the sky and it was awesome and so i uh i stopped somewhere and i'm like oh shoot i gotta get back to the airport obviously because i need to return it uh but i'm running out of fuel 
which is dangerous because if you run out of fuel in midair, you fall to your death, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know, and also I had to return it before a certain time or else I'd get a fine and I didn't want to get a fine for it for like not bringing it back on time. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Which made sense. Pretty standard jetpack procedure. <laughs> yeah. They're like, bring it back or else we'll find you. And I'm like, ah, shoot. Good point. <laughs> um, so what I did was I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to do this. I'm going to fly to the island that is Grand Rapids Airport, which is actually not an island, but in my dream it was. And I stopped at an island that um, I called Monaco for some reason. That Like, like apparently there's this island off the coast of Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids does not have a coast. Okay. And there's an <laughs> island. You are very right. Yep, there's like a party Unless island. Unless you mean like the coast of the, the river. Maybe. The Grand River. Maybe not. It seemed like an like a bit of an ocean or a lake. I don't know. Okay, that's uh, fine. So there's that's like fine. there's like the island of Monaco, which is just this party island, awesome time. And then that's in between the island of the airport. And so I'm flying, and I, I <laughs> land on this this island. I'm like, I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if I can make it to the airport. And I look up in the sky, and I yell these four words in my dream. <laughs> these four words, Micah. I I'm yell, so excited. I yell, just like Zach Morris. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you are unaware, uh, Zach Morris is the main character of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> and apparently, I did not know this, but he is a hero of mine. <laughs> like, the hero of heroes, apparently, because I thought of him in my dream. And so I yelled, just well, yeah, like... sure, the hero of heroes in your dream of dreams. <laughs> I guess I've never thought about him in this way. But I... <laughs> I yelled, just like Zach Morris, and I shot up into the sky, and I woke up. Wow. Okay. So my catchphrase of the week is, just like Zach Morris, which will give you the encouragement to do anything. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I was imagining using it. I, I feel like it was some, it's something you would say for one of those like really intense moments, like the intense moment in the movie where like you just have seconds before the bomb's gonna blow off and you mm-hmm. just have to run a little bit further to get to safety and you're like running and you do that like final dive for the end yeah yeah and you'd you would probably say it there yep i believe or like there's a shootout and you like need to run through the sh- shootout to like grab a child who's right, in danger right and yeah you just like zach morris now let me just point out zach morris i don't believe ever did anything really heroic ever in the show <laughs> So I have no idea why this applies. Like, what what does this even mean? I don't know. But like, the meaning is unclear. But <laughs> as we say on this show, the joy is in the journey. The joy and is I in the journey. Very much enjoyed the journey to get to that catchphrase. I just I woke up and I was like, I cannot believe I I yelled just like Zach Morris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It's the best dream I've ever had. <laughs> um, now, uh, Micah. This is our time uh, for our famous segment. Did you want to introduce that segment? Uh, yes. Which one? We're doing so many segments today. Well, don't we always do these segments? Totally. Totally. This segment is called... Forgot the name. Do do you want me to go ahead with mine? Nope, I'm ready now. Okay, yeah, sure. Totally ready. Ben explains nature. Ben explains nature. Oh, my and favorite part can, of the episode. Right after I say nature, like insert some like wildlife sounds. That'd be cool. Uh, because here in the airport, always... the, the airform, <laughs> here in the airport, there is a very little wildlife sounds. That's true. Except for it's the, mostly yeah, the kids. It's 
there are a few kids <laughs> and a lot of people drinking coffee. Um, anyway, uh, this segment, Ben Explains Nature, is, like it sounds, a time for Ben to answer one of those many questions about nature that we all have burning within us. And this episode this is, week, is, of course, brought to you by National Thank, you, thank you. You, can't, you can't do that anymore. I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep it out, right? <laughs> I'm going to say it and bleep it out. All right. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> I'll bleep um, out the... <laughs> <laughs> this week, your question, Ben. Yes. This is from uh, listener Anne in Nebraska. Okay, Anne thank asks, you, Anne. Anne asks, why do raccoons wash their food before eating? Ah, uh, what a good question. You know, I, it's a great question. It is a good question. It's, you know, if I had to make a top 10 list of great animal questions, <laughs> this one would be it. Why do raccoons wash their food before they eat it? Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to explain this and it's going to get a little technical. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, that's good. That's, that's good? good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so raccoons, if you've ever looked at their hands, what have you noticed about their hands, Micah? they're they're gray they are gray but what do they look like uh human hands they look like creepy little gray human hands um and that is because they actually share some human dna now we don't we don't realize this because they're just they look like weird deformed cats um but they do share some human dna um and they actually have a, a name for this strand of DNA. Oh. Yeah, it's called the Schnagelschnell. And that's that's oh, from a very, okay. a very, very northern German man. Very northern. Which is why you get that Schnagelschnell kind of, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So um, so that's the name L- for it. Lots Technical. of schnoggling in northern Germany. Technical, yeah. So all that to, ex- to explain that uh, this specific gene of humans is, is found dominant in humans that really kind of care about cleanliness. Uh, okay. And so, and so that's why the raccoon has this like kind of random uh, characteristic of cleanliness. They want their food to be clean, just like I do, except for you know the piece of bologna I dropped on my kitchen floor and still ate and put in my sandwich with my mayonnaise. But some uh, some there... humans don't care so much. But some humans do, and these raccoons are just like those humans. Yeah. Okay. So they they share some DNA with us. Yeah. Do they have that? Uh as a part of them biologically for a reason for their own purpose or at some point way back did some human DNA just get spliced into raccoons and now they all have that. No, 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 no. That the second part of your question was just utter nonsense and stupidity. Uh, But the the first part (laughs) made, made a lot of sense. So they do that naturally through uh, natural selection, I believe is the correct pronunciation of that. Right. Um, right. Um, they do that because, you know, this is pretty, pretty, pretty rough. But there were people, I'm not going to say what kind of people, the Irish, who would, uh, <laughs> who tried to like kind of poison the raccoon population. Now, I won't get into the history of Ireland and their con- their <laughs> conflicts with uh like forested creatures and stuff like that. Uh but they they wanted to kind of get rid of uh the mass population of raccoons. And so they would poison their food and kind of throw it out to them. So they would always wash their food. Uh or they wouldn't always wash it and they would die and some raccoons had figured this out. And so they said, "Okay, well, we're going to wash our food because we like it to be clean and we figure out it's not clean." 
And so the so the Irish hiding behind the trees just kind of snapped their fingers in anger and went, oh, darn it. Um, and the raccoons that actually washed the food, those were the ones that survived. So they, they've just maintained that. And that obviously okay. obviously happened back in the 1730s. And, and so oh, just, that makes sense. Then, right, yeah. right. So almost 200 years later, they've just continued that or 300. Excuse me. You're fine. OK, well, that really clears it up. Uh, yeah. Anne in Nebraska, I hope that helps. Thank you, Anne. Now, Micah, are you ready for your segment that we always do? I am very ready for my segments. All right. So our famous segment we'll be uh, doing right now is Micah tells us a story about an embarrassing experience meeting a celebrity because he's met so many. And I wish I could find a shorter uh, title for that. Uh, But I do believe it was descriptive enough. Micah, tell us a story about a celebrity you've met and how embarrassing it was. Well, Ben, are you ready for this? I am. This is a true story. Well, they all are. Where? So, as you may know, mm-hmm. I used I used to work at a uh, uh, do, what do we Sun? do on this show? Do we keep our places of employment on this show a mystery? I feel like we do that. Yes. Um, a university, we'll say, somewhere okay. in Michigan. <laughs> uh, and this university always over the summer holds basketball camps for local area youths. Oh, youths. Yep. Uh, so that they can uh, get off the streets, stop <laughs> doing drugs and crime, and do basketball instead. Because that's kind of the baseline for youths, right? Right. Right. They're <laughs> either going to be doing basketball or drugs and crime. <laughs> and so we try and get them into that more uh, favorable side of the uh, spectrum. Yes. Anyway. Thank you. So one of these camps that happens every year is uh, apparently run by some, like, NBA champion or something. Like, he wins a lot of games in the NBA. Like, he's pretty good at... Like, he's not so good at the the drugs and crime, but he's pretty good at the basketball. And so he, like, mm. is paid to go out there a lot. And you don't always choose what you're good at. He, he, shoot, he shoots the hoops and scores a lot mm-hmm. and uh, wins championships. I'm buying time because I forget his name. And I'm looking it up. Okay. Draymond Green. Oh, yeah. Draymond Green. Okay. He plays for the Golden State Warriors, and he's good at the basketball. He Uh, he played for Michigan State, right? Yes. So that's why he's in Michigan. This is the connection. Uh, So he runs this camp. And I did have a run-in with him, actually. Quite literally, because I was working. I didn't even know who this man was or what was happening. There were just a lot of youths not doing drugs and crime in my building. And I was running around setting something up because that's what I did. I set things up and I turned a corner, not really looking where I was going, moving pretty quickly because I was in a hurry to do a good job because that's what I do. And I physically actually ran into this ginormous mountain of a man. Um <laughs> And this was the summer right after he had won the basketball championship. So he's kind of a big deal. He gets paid an enormous salary. uh, And I kind of just run physically assault him in the hallway uh, and didn't know what to do and didn't know who he was still at this time. So I kind of just mumbled an apology and staggered away more than a little injured from running into this solid rock man. (laughs) Um, Later... 
I learned that there was a famous man running the basketball camp and someone pointed him out to me and I was like, Oh, <laughs> and so that was the time I met, uh, Draymond Green. Nice. Yeah. True story. Wow. Well, uh, Draymond, thank you for listening. Wait, does he <laughs> listen? He listens, right? I'm sure he does. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Because I've heard him. Sp- After that, I went and gave him my card. <laughs> Remember that we we actually saw that on ESPN when he he used one of our catchphrases. Uh, do you remember which catchphrase it was? While dunking, while dunking, do you remember while, which one? While dunking, it was like sloppy spaghetti in the <laughs> Serengeti. <laughs> wow, that's really good. That was a really good one. <laughs> sloppy spaghetti in the Serengeti. Oh, yep. Wow, that was one of my favorites. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, that was fun. Um, yeah. Are we out of segments? No, one more segment. Just like Zach Morris. What's up? I thought, since this is the season finale, Ben, mm-hmm. this is the end of season one, episode yep. 37. Uh, oh, we haven't thought about this yet. When we start season two, will it be season two, episode one? Or will it just be episode 38 and we'll just know it's season two? I say we just do 38 because... Keep keep the legacy numbering. That's what you want to do. The legacy numbering, which Marvel's going back to. Yeah, we're going to pull a Marvel to. Comics. Yeah, yeah. And a DC. Cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, well, what I want to do since this is the season finale is just take a time. To- take, a, take a brief minute. Take a time? And th- take a brief time. <laughs> take a time. <laughs> and, th- and think about... Some of the good times we've had over the course of this season. Let's do it. So I just want to hear, Ben, what is your favorite list up until this point that we have done on this show? Ooh. Uh, You know, I think think my favorite list has to be what I least expected because it was the list I understood the least. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I know what it is. If if you are an avid listener of uh, Top Ten with Mike and Ben TTMB, then you are aware that I frequently don't know what we're doing, um, <laughs> and I don't believe it's any fault of my own. I simply think that's just a natural reaction that anyone in my position would have. And we did an it's episode, possible. yeah, an episode uh, number twenty-seven, I believe. Um, Sounds right. All about anthropomorphic animals that. You would want to have your back on Black Friday. Now, my list was utter nonsense. It was a great episode. Thank you. I yeah, I tried to be uh, as creative as possible to kind of make up for my lack of understanding. And I think it worked <laughs> out to my benefit because that is the only episode to date that we have fan art for. Yeah, and it is phenomenal it's fan phenomenal. art. It's phenomenal. Oh, it makes me so happy. It only makes me uncomfortable that it came from a middle school child. But <laughs> it's I, okay. It's I fine. won't let that bring me down. Even though he drew a picture of an elephant with caterpillar legs and bat wings being stabbed with a spear and bleeding all over the place. His parents his parents probably like I probably owe them for the counseling they made him go to, but No, it's good for his development, I think. That's true. It's sure. just part of being a middle schooler. Yeah, that was my favorite list. I think I've ah, had that, some. That's some a very, great list. Yeah, I've had some close seconds. Um, like a lot of our like kind of theories lists. Mm-hmm. I think my, I'm just going to throw out my second one. My second favorite okay. list was Area 51 secrets that we know about. Ah, do you remember what my number and, one was? In a fine list, it was. Oh, um, no. It, it was an 
adamantium bullet to kill the rock in case he ever yep, turns against right. us. Because <laughs> you broke the rock paradox. I, yeah, I did. Uh, and I was so proud of that one. Uh, but anyway, what, what was your favorite list? Um, my favorite list, kind of going along with what you just said, it was the it was the Saturday morning, the first time we ever decided to record this show in the morning. <laughs> and it was like stupid early because I don't know what we were doing. And we were apparently doing something else that day. Um, and I had stayed up till three o'clock in the morning playing Mario Kart. Yes. And then at three o'clock realized, ooh, we're making a list in a few hours. I know this list. Or recording it. And so I should probably make mine now. And so that was when I did my uh, list for episode 16, top 10 secret things probably going on with the moon. Yes. Um, and something about the mixture of no sleep and creating a list at 3 a.m. last second uh, really helped my creativity shine. And that was easily my favorite list we've ever done. And I was just kind of sleep deprived and insane while we were recording, <laughs> uh, which made it all the more fun <laughs> of an experience. But I would also agree that Area 51 would be probably a close second. It was very fun. Mm -hmm. I did consider anthropomorphic animals uh, that you take on Black Friday as one of my top ones. Episode one. Episode one stands the test of time. It does. It's yeah. still good. Yeah, that was really good. Um, so that one was a lot of fun as well. So, yeah, but my number one would probably be a uh, top 10 secret things probably going on with the moon. Yeah. Nice. Well, should we get into the list that we have today? Yeah, we should probably do this before we have to uh, before we have to board this plane. I think this plane maybe only has two seats oh, for just us. You, just you and I. Aww. <laughs> it's very small. Wait, wait, wait. Do you mean to, wait? So I'm looking at this plane, but I know that you know more about aerospace engineering than I do. Um, <laughs> sure, that's a do, pretty well known fact. Do you mean two two seats? As in, like we may have to pilot this? We thing? may be piloting this plane. All right. Um, uh, we'll figure. It's fine. We'll figure it out. I'm we sure we're not. Hopefully we don't crash this plane. Am I right? Get it? So a, what's our list for this week, Ben? That was a bane. Do you feel in yeah, control? I, yeah. Yeah. I get it. This gives you power over <laughs> okay. me? Okay. All right. Hey, whoa. Has it really taken 37 episodes for me to now finally get into my bane voice? No, it hasn't. You've done this multiple times. I don't think that's true. <laughs> Yes, it's very true. Maybe he's wondering why you'd shoot a man before throwing him out uh, of a plane. Neither of us have time for this. <laughs> Brittany, if you're listening, go back through all of our episodes and send us timestamps of every time Ben uses his Bane voice. And we can do a, a montage compilation thing. Ask for the devil and he shall appear. Uh, What's our list for this week, Ben? Dark Knight Rises is better than Dark Knight. I said it. There it is. Now, I, I know. You've it. already said it. Okay. Our list for today. Let's get serious. Our list for today is top 10 conspiracy theories or fan theories we would dedicate our lives to proving dot, 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 you know if we had to. Totally. I don't know if I had to include that last part. but That's a key point. Yeah. Well, I guess. All right. So sure. conspiracy theories that we would defend dedicate our lives to if we had to so these yep. let me make a caveat these are not my favorite conspiracy theories or the funniest these are ones that i would actually defend okay sure is that true for you 
Uh, yeah, some of them are pretty wishful, though. Like, I just really want them to be true. Oh, yeah, and me so too. so I would defend yeah. them. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Do you want to start with your number 10? Sure, I'll do that. My number 10 is the time cube. The time cube? The time cube. Tell me more. Now, I'm a very bad researcher and didn't write down the man's name who came up with this theory. Uh, but he's notorious on the internet for being a uh, a pseudoscientist. <laughs> so a not which, real scientist. Which literally means nothing. <laughs> he just kind of wings science, I think. <laughs> That's meaningless, um, okay. And he came up with a theory that time is not linear. It's not circular. No, time is in the shape of a cube. And... What he's infamous for is that he made a website called timecube.com. Now, don't look it up because it no longer exists. He did not renew it. Dang it. Um, And it was just like the worst website you could ever imagine. Why? You can find screenshots of it, and it's incredible. Okay, it's, it's the worst website that you could imagine? Yes. How? So... It's just one of those very uh, quickly made like HTML websites where the font is way too big and in very bright, obnoxious colors. Um, and everything's kind of just smushed together and everywhere. And it's just his ramblings about time cube and what that means. And he never actually really explains it very well, which is why it doesn't get past my number 10, because I don't really think I understand what it means. But the idea of time being in the shape of a cube is appealing to me, and so I could get behind that. <laughs> okay. All right. I like it. <laughs> Otherwise, he it was mostly just the ravings of a madman. Nice. Well, uh, what a beautiful age we live in where you can get your own website, make it as crappy as you want, and still complain about everything on it at all times. And people might read what a, it. What a world we live in. And he's famous for it. That's great. Or the worst thing humanity's ever done. Either way, here's my number 10. Are you ready? I'm very ready. My number 10 is that dinosaurs helped build the pyramids. I saw this somewhere. Yep. Now I know, I know, I know, I know. All of you are hearing this thinking, duh, Ben, we already believe this. But believe it or not, (laughs) this is still a conspiracy theory. I think it's just... It's based on the Bible too, isn't it? Oh, uh... Oh, yeah, it is. Actually, yeah. Okay, all right, here we go. So, uh, Pastor Vince Finish or something uh, told Malta Today, because if you got anything to tell, you tell Malta Today. Oh, uh, definitely. That's, def- who, that's who I always leak my big stories to. That's right. So, it, it was in 2009. Um, it is mentioned in the book of Job. They were used to help build the pyramids. <laughs> I guess was, <laughs> I guess was, this was I his think quote. The Bible- it just says that, right? Um, just, and the dinosaurs <laughs> helped the Egyptians build the pyramids. Yes, uh, because it mentions the like, Leviathan. Say the Lord. The say the Lord, yeah. Um, but, I mean, just just think about it. Like, why not? People think it's aliens very, it. It's very plausible. The, so um, the only problem... We've already seen how the yeah. dinosaurs work together to create Jinbei. Jinbei. Our astral protector of our planet. Um, it right. makes sense that they would also work together to build the pyramids. Right, right. So, so here's what I did. I, I put these things that I would defend, but I also did write how difficult they might be to defend them. I didn't write these for all of them. Oh, okay. But, um, 
So for this one, uh, it's assumed that the dinosaurs were trained to carry things. And so <laughs> okay. not only are we assuming that humans existed in the time of dinosaurs, but we also have to assume and believe that humans trained dinosaurs, which, I don't know, if you've seen Jurassic Park, it doesn't look very easy, but you know. Okay, see, I was imagining it more like we worked alongside the dinosaurs. So maybe there was, what? maybe they did carry things, but maybe they were also skilled laborers. And maybe <laughs> some of them were dinosaur architects. <laughs> so so you're thinking is that the dinosaurs were already <laughs> building the pyramids and we like, we're like, hey, we're building pyramids too. <laughs> Why don't we just work together? <laughs> just work together. Mainly because I have a vision of a T-Rex uh, with like little round kind of Harry Potter-esque spectacles. Uh, in the top hat, I've seen this picture. Yep. Looking at some blueprints. Blueprints. <laughs> so of course, those blueprints will just be like a triangle. It was, it was of course on papyrus. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I love it. What's your I don't no- know why I didn't put this on my list. I don't know either. Actually. What is your number nine? Oh, by the way, uh, my can, number nine. Can I say that I hope we have zero crossover? I really hope. I think that we will have crossover. Yeah, yeah at least one, to. maybe two. That's to. what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. What's your number nine? Sorry, but it would be nice if we know. My number nine is the Earth meltdown theory. It's the oh. theory that right now the Earth, like the Earth's core or whatever, is slowly melting down, and our planet's just kind of gonna melt, and the government doesn't want us to panic, and so they're hiding this fact. From us by using highly toxic uh, chemicals and metals to engineer fake snow. So all the snow we have what? all around the world is fake. What? And I like this theory because it's like reverse global warming. <laughs> so instead, the earth is getting super hot and going to melt, but the government's trying to make it seem like it's cold. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. I love everything about it. <laughs> so, like, the nickel, that uh, because apparently the middle of the Earth is nickel, is that still correct? Sure. Well, <laughs> who, who knows? No, I thought it was, like, people assumed it was... Oh, maybe. Like, the... Nickel, iron, something like that. Yeah, just kind of, like, swooshing around. But So they think that's actually, like, maybe solid, but it's melting? Uh, no, I think it's assumed that the Earth's core is molten. Uh, but maybe it's right. starting to like melt through the rest, like the other layers, like the mantle and the crust. Okay, all right. Here's okay. Can we just take a minute, or like yeah. three seconds, to think about the middle of the Earth? The middle. The mi- what is the middle of the Earth? What's going on there? Well, it's like a giant Cadbury egg. Is my understanding of the Earth. I I know I definitely agree because I know exactly what a Cadbury egg is. Do you not? What? No, I just said I do. How dare yeah, you? Yeah, but you said it in the tone that means I don't actually know what you're talking about, like an uh, idiot. I think I... <laughs> no, it was more like, Ben, you dumb idiot. You don't know what a Cadbury <laughs> egg is. You're obviously not British like Micah is. Do you is. really not? No, what is it? It's that <laughs> those candies from Easter time, those chocolate eggs with the cream center. They're called Cadbury eggs? Yes. I, I think you're weird for knowing that. I do. No, I it's do. very common knowledge. Wait, let me ask all my friends and family. Yeah, they're We're nodding, they're nodding their heads. <laughs> they just nodded their heads and they said yes. You have no friends and family here. How dare you? <laughs> they can't. 
that's not how airports work anymore. You can't go past security. You can't go to the gate. <laughs> that that is true. We are in an airport. <laughs> that is that is very true. Good point. Thank you. Thank you for pointing. Sorry, I was FaceTiming. Sorry. Okay. I didn't mention I was FaceTiming, obviously. Oh. What's your number nine, Ben? Thank you. My number nine is that Michael Jackson was killed by the Iranian government. <laughs> I saw this one, too. Actually, I saw a list of Michael Jackson ones. <laughs> there's a lot. There, there's, there are a lot of theories. He's been killed by a lot of different governments. There's one where Michael Jackson's still alive, and the picture that they had to prove it was like, it was someone driving oh. a car. Yeah, it was his daughter's like was selfie it, that she took. Was and it they his think, daughter? Yeah, there was like a pile of clothes on the back seat, and on top of them was a hat that looked like his hat. So they assume that he's hiding under the pile of clothes. I saw that. Why would he? It was so amazing. Oh, that was awesome. I don't know why I didn't put that on here, but that did make me laugh a lot, and it is now. Because there are so many good theories out there. It's hard to pick 10. So I really. Just, it was very hard. Um, so I just loved that this one assumed that. Uh, I ran while they were doing um, elections, and they they had protests for these elections. And the protests for like uh, hashtag Iran election was very big on Twitter. So the oh. Iranian government decided we need to to do protocol kill American celebrity. <laughs> sure. And they looked at their list and said, that, "Oh, we just, we have eyes on Michael Jackson." And they're like, oh, well, just do it because we want we okay. want Twitter w- to blow with, up because Twitter is so powerful. Um, they they didn't want Twitter to be focused on their election, so instead, it was focused on Michael Jackson dying. Okay, so they killed they killed Michael Jackson for some good Twitter press to to avoid to avoid Iranian or to avoid protesters. bad Twitter press. Yeah. Okay, which which says a lot. It says makes sense. It says makes how powerful Twitter is. <laughs> And, you know, I'd, I'd stand behind it because, because why not? I would like an enemy for this one, for Michael Jackson, for MJ. Sure. sure. Yeah. Okay. What's your number eight? Uh, my number eight is that the Titanic did not sink. What? Instead, it's a big cover up. What? It's sister ship, the Olympic, actually sunk. They played it off as the Titanic. As a big insurance scam. <laughs> so someone had a big fat insurance policy on the Titanic. <laughs> and they faked its its crash and sinkage. <laughs> oh my. Uh, to just get a big fat insurance check. And you'd stand behind this one? <laughs> oh, I want it to be true. I want it to be true so badly. So, uh, it's wow. just so bizarre that it stands a chance, I think. Yeah. This really kind of puts to bed the issues we've had with Rose and her door that could easily fit two people. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter it anymore. It's a lot of big problems. It no longer matters. Wow. Yeah. And so the, the wreckage we have at the bottom of the ocean that we found is just a, a fake. Okay. Wow. A fake Titanic. Yep. I love that. Um, my number eight is uh, Saddam Hussein, uh, who might show up a couple times on my list. Oh, wait, no. He's on- <laughs> honorable mentions for my second one for him. Anyway. He will so- appear uh, one once on my list. Nice. 
Um, Saddam Hussein bought a lot of PlayStations in order to create a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> I saw this one too. See, like he bought, apparently bought thousands of PlayStation 2s. Did you hear yep. this? I did hear this. And no one, I didn't see anywhere anyone mention a fact that I happen to know about Saddam Hussein that is, is that he was, he loved Tekken. So he probably was just huh. playing a lot of Tekken. Like a lot. Like he wanted Tekken to be available in every room of his house. Every single in room. Every room of any building he ever went to. And, and not even just in every room. He wanted a controller, which back in the day was not wireless. You millennials. Mm. I'm a millennial. Uh, but he wanted a controller within reach to get his Tekken Ooh, on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not Street Fighter, Tekken. Yeah. Okay. So I, this kind of shows that you it. don't agree with this conspiracy theory. You just want him to be a huge fan of Tekken. Oh, yeah, that is kind of what I I just communicated. Um, it's fine. It's fine. But, I mean, you know, you don't need thousands. I think he figured, like, if, if a console such as a PlayStation 2 could house Tekken, uh, such a powerful game, then, like, maybe there could be something to these machines, you know? Mm, that's true. That could be it. Anyway, what's yeah. your number seven? Because that didn't make any sense. <clears throat> My number seven is called Project Blue Beam. And this is oh, a... <laughs> yes. Did you see this? This is this is like a future conspiracy this is, theory? This is, I'm just going to say it right now. This is my number four, and I love it. <laughs> I hope we read the same thing then. Okay, cool. Uh, so feel free to chime in on this. Yeah. But from what I read, this is a future conspiracy, conspiracy theory um, where this is what the Antichrist is going to use to trick everyone in the world into thinking he is Jesus. Um, oh. It has been used once before to convince the Americans to overthrow Fidel Castro in Operation Mongoose. What? But it will be used again in the future to trick the world into thinking that the Antichrist is is Jesus. Oh my goodness. We have read different things, I think. Oh, nice. That makes me pretty happy, actually. That, what is your inter- interpretation of Project Blue Beam? Did yours mention NASA at all? Zero mention of NASA. No. Okay, my, so my number four is literally titled The NASA Blue Beam Project. So th- okay. this one was attributed to NASA specifically. saying that. Wait, in- wait, should you save it then? Sure. <laughs> if, it, if it is, if it turns out to be completely different, there may be just... Blue Beam is a popular project name. It's no, it's kind of similar. I'll, I'll just save it. I'll bring it back up. Okay, we'll get we'll get to it. That's awesome. Um, did you have anything else to say? Uh, nope. What's your number seven? My number seven is that Finland does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that one. Oh, but I desperately wish I had. <laughs> so, it's let me explain. Uh, Finland. Please. The, the the country of Finland uh, is a secret that the Russian and Japanese governments are keeping so that they can fish there without restrictions. So, <laughs> okay. So, so Japan wanted to fish halfway around the world apparently without restrictions. Uh, so apparently they're saying there's a country there, but there's not. It's just ocean, I guess. And oh. They've, they've convinced the neighboring countries of Finland in the area, uh, to sign a treaty to keep the secret. And I think this keeps alive um, kind of World War II uh, patriotism, where we're, I mean, you know, we're like cool with people nowadays, 2017, we're cool, but like, we're also kind of down with Russia, 
we're not so much down with Japan anymore, but we're kind of like, mm. we're kind of like, ah, Japan, uh, what are you up to? How many whales do you kill? <laughs> what, what's going on? So I think this kind of keeps in light. This, I don't think this would be that hard to convince people okay. of if I said more than just the title, which is Finland doesn't exist. <laughs> I love it. And, I love everything about it. You know what I would say to people? What? If, if people said, wait, 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 Finland doesn't exist, I would go, hey, 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 have you ever been to Finland? And when they, <laughs> go, when they go, no, and I'll be like, then how can you know it exists? Mm. Ha ha. Take that. Truth. I figured it out. What's your number six? Hit me up. Hit me up team with that. Team six. Team six. Uh, my, my number six is one that I've actually mentioned on the podcast before. Oh. Uh, and it is the theory that popular punk singer Avril Lavigne <laughs> is died, died in 2003 oh. and was replaced by a lookalike that is still to this day pretending to be Avril Lavigne. Say it ain't so. And That's what I got to say. I can't. It ain't so. I can't get into this too much. Uh, Kristen and I have done extensive reading into this because we find it to be just the most entertaining conspiracy theory in the whole world. But there is so much research. (laughs) So much. I implore all of you listeners to definitely look into this one on your own. They They have a lot of good points and they might be onto something. And my favorite part is when they refer to original Avril, they replace the I in her name with the number one. Uh, and when they refer to fake Avril, they just they spell it normal. It's very entertaining, at the least, uh, and possibly true. So check it out. That is... I Yeah. Yep. There are some more, too. Like, some people also believe that uh, Eminem was replaced by a lookalike at one point. Uh, so... There are others. I would never ever believe that. I don't know why. Um, I feel like I have thoughts, but I haven't figured out what those thoughts are about the Avril Lavigne thing. It's a lot to process. You should definitely check it out. Um, What's your number six, Ben? My number six, six, team six, is the Large Hadron Collider is a device built to be used to awaken an Egyptian god, specifically the god of death, Osiris. I'm going to chime in here. This is my number four, (laughs) but a little different. What? The entry I had, I think they weren't sure what it was going to be used for. It said, and I quote, that the Large Hadron Collider is being used to open a portal to hell (laughs) or just change reality. (laughs) One of those. (laughs) So, So close. That's close. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah i love it they have to be up to something because you hear about like the massive scale of this machine and what it does and then when you hear that they're like just smashing together like tiny particles that we can't see um and coming up with tiny data and i understand that it might be like a big deal for so-called science so-called the jury's still out on science still out on science uh, there's gotta be more. Come on. You don't build something that big and just smash around invisible things. Mm-hmm. No, they've gotta be up to something bigger than that. Yep. 
Remember that one time the Justice League was helping out the Power Rangers and they had to get back in the Power Rangers dimension, so they used the large yep. Hadron Collider that they lifted into space? <laughs> yep. Classic Justice League. That is a comic book I'm Classic. literally reading right now. <laughs> Classic comic books in general. Uh, what a great moment that was. That was great. That was great. Uh, what, what is your number five? My number five is that uh, our, our good friend George W., Bush oh, yeah. started the Iraq war as an excuse to get some more oil to the Chinese in exchange that they would provide all of our Walmarts with some <laughs> cheap stuff. <laughs> I tried to get through it without laughing and I couldn't. In exchange so that they would give all of our Walmarts a lot of cheap stuff. <laughs> what? A lot of good deals for Walmart. <laughs> how dare how dare you ruin the patriotic name list. of Walmart? <laughs> so Bush started an international war. <laughs> to broker a deal between the Chinese and Walmart. <laughs> that, that is now that I'm That's saying good. it out loud, I have no reason that this is only my number five. Oh, I love this. I love it so much. It's, you know, it's crazy, but it's just something that George W. might have done. Ugh. You know, he makes a lot of jokes about uh, Walmart <laughs> and the Chinese in his joke book. Remember what his joke book is titled? <laughs> nope, I don't. Bushwhacked. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that is good. My number five. <sighs> Is Obama yep. traveled to Mars? Oh, have you? Okay. Heard, did you hear this one? No, I didn't. Oh well, please let me explain. Uh, there are two real life people, Andrew D. Basiago and his friend William Stillings. They claim that they are both chrononauts, and they have okay. Te- yep, they have teleported to Mars. With a 19-year-old Obama to survey alien life. Okay. And so this not only means that aliens apparently exist on Mars, it also means that when Obama was 19 years old, we had the ability to teleport to another planet. Well... Uh, not necessarily, because a, cr- a chrononaut is someone that can travel through time, right? Yes, so yes. So they just go back and pick him up with current technology? I Yeah, I love that you picked up on this. They did claim that, like, it w- he was 19 at this time, so they didn't go back and find him. Okay. So it seems like they did this at the time that Obama was 19 years old, is what they claim. Okay, okay. Which is amazing um, to me, and I want to sell this, even though it's a tough sell. I want to sell it because I just Obama traveled to Mars. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Uh, you know, I'm a big uh, fanboy of our good friend Barack. Yep. Um, and not necessarily because he was a president, but just because he's a cool dude. Yeah. And I think it makes a lot of sense with his already impressive cool dude resume Mm -hmm. uh, that he is also a chrononaut then and traveled to Mars. Mm -hmm. Um, I can really get behind that. And I would definitely 
and will definitely be an adamant supporter of this view. Yeah, because here, here's what I'm saying. I'm just going to throw this out there. You do with it what you will. I've been reading a lot about um, our, our buddy uh, Muskie. <laughs> Uh, Elon Musk. Oh yeah, um, Musky. Um, what up, Musky? Musky. It's getting Musky in here. Uh, you know his his famous catchphrase when he walks into a, a party, yeah. like a half hour late, uh, yep. and then leaves five minutes after taking a shot. Yeah, um, it's getting Musky out here, as he says as he leaves. Anyway, um, Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. A lot of people want to go to Mars. I never heard this amount of chatter when Obama was the president. Because Obama Ooh. didn't care. Because been he's, there, done that. He's been there, done that. Bigger fish to fry. Bigger fish to fry. That's, okay, that's what I'm thinking. That's legit. Because everyone's like, I think Obama just proved it. Like we going to Mars, and he's like, guys, no. <laughs> think Jupiter. Yeah, think Jupiter, idiots. Jeez. Anyway, what is your number yep. four? Uh, my number four was the Large Hadron Collider. Oh, that's World right. of Hell. So what's your number four? My number four is the NASA Bluebeam pro- Project. Uh, oh. Wait, time out. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, emergency. Yeah. I've realized that I have two injuries that are my number four. Okay. I don't know how it happened. Wait, and this is what? an emergency? <laughs> yeah, because now I have this extra thing. <gasps> Do you have 11 items on your list? I do. Micah, you broke the rule. I'm always the one who breaks the rule. You, did this, okay, you uh, did this on purpose because it's the season finale. I did not. Yeah, you did. Everything to this point is bumped down a number. <laughs> <laughs> and my real number four is the Stargate Theory. <gasps> I'm sure you, you probably ran across this one. I think I know it. I think it's on my honorable mentions. It's that the United States has a Stargate program. Okay, nope. Yes, yes, like the popular sci-fi series. And that the Iraq war was started because Saddam Hussein yep. also had a Stargate. And so we started a war so that we could either destroy or confiscate Saddam's Stargate. Because <laughs> we wanted to be the only country with a Stargate. Yes. Yep. Chew on that for a little bit. Um, it's so I I had heard this. This is on my H and M's. Um, okay. I heard that we did this in order to um, preserve the ambitions of, of course, the new world order, obviously, sure. um, yeah. and also prevent an alien invasion of Earth um, that came from the Stargate. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And That's very noble of us. There's a picture of Saddam Hussein. And he appears to be saying the word Stargate. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was some evidence that people used. Maybe someone just had recently asked him, hey, what do you want to go watch after this? And he said, Stargate. Stargate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, well, my number four uh, was the, yeah, the let's hear it. NASA Blue Beam Project. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So NASA is preparing to project 3D images of religious figures in the sky all over the world, all different religions. And they oh. hope they hope to initiate a spiritual apocalypse. Now, what? Now, I I personally am not waiting for blue Jesus in the air. Um I when when Jesus comes, I'm going to know it and it's not going to be like you know, surprise to me. I'm not going to be like, "Whoa, why are you so blue?" 
<laughs> I'm not dumb, NASA. Right. But there are other people in this world that may get a little, you know, crazy for this. So, is this possible? I don't see why not. What's NASA up to? I'm a little skeptical of this one. Uh, because I don't see why not, I guess. Are they just going to, like, Google image search Jesus? Yeah. Oh. And whatever they find on there, that's what they're going to project into the sky and... And there will probably be like a little watermark on the bottom that says who drew the picture. And we're just supposed to be like, oh, oh, Jesus, Jesus is up there. What's he doing up there? That, yeah. Um, OK. What, it just it, seems. Mm. Is it going to be a blue version of white Jesus? Like, do we have enough white Jesuses? <laughs> that sounds like what it's going to be. Because there are okay. some, there's some people there's going to be a divide. And I don't know if it's going to work the way they think. Because if it's a white Jesus, some people are going to be like, oh, yeah, my Jesus. And if it's like a Middle Eastern Jesus, I'll be like, oh, yeah, finally, someone got it. And other people will be like, what? Why isn't he white Jesus? I'll be like, oh, goodness. <laughs> yep. Okay. So so now, it might be difficult to pull off, see, but I, maybe. I think NASA might do it. It's just going to fail. Mm, okay. Like overall, because I'll be like, you know, we'll have this disagreement of like white Middle Eastern Jesus and then realize, wait, wouldn't we know yeah. if it was Jesus? Like just inherently? Yes. Yes, we would, NASA. Suck an egg. Nice. <laughs> what I do like about this theory, though, is that it is all the world religions. Yes. Right? Yep. So somewhere in the sky will be a picture of the flying spaghetti monster. Oh, yeah, I guess. For that one there guy. There will probably be a Cthulhu up there. Yeah. Well, I don't... For you. For me. For me. <laughs> because, hey, hey, I have not officially stated my beliefs that Cthulhu has something to do with Jesus returning to Earth. Okay. And I don't want to get into that here. We don't have time for that. Um, sure. But, well, we should move on then. Yeah. Um, I do I do wonder, though, how is this going to cause an apocalypse? Because people are going to realize nothing's happening. <laughs> I know. I feel like people will just be like... Is NASA projecting something? <laughs> like, we can see the giant projector. It's coming from that building that says NASA on it. It <laughs> <laughs> has a huge projector on yeah. top. <laughs> yeah. We saw them pull down a screen to project onto. <laughs> Should I be angry? Should I start killing people? Is this real or is it obviously fake? <laughs> oh, man. What, what is your number I three? I do love it. Please. Uh, my number three uh, is simply the theory that uh, the world is secretly run by an order of man-eating lizard people <gasps> from the fourth dimension. Are they Illuminati? Members, members of these this order of man-eating lizard people from the fourth dimension include Britain's royal family. Oh, ouch. The Bushes. Well. The Clintons. Well. And many other rich, prestigious families. Mm-hmm. So the Clintons, George W., Queen E the second, they're all secretly man-eating lizard people from the fourth dimension that are working together to rule this planet, and we are their subjects. Wait, they are man-eating? Yes. This is hilarious, and it's so <laughs> it's so close to my number three. It's oh really? Oh my gosh! Well, let's just uh, segue into yours. Well, I was gonna say real quick on my H and M's, I have that uh, the Illuminati are secret reptile people. So, oh, okay, okay. So I thought that's where you're going, but uh, neat. So close. You think Queen Elizabeth is a man-eating reptile? Y yes. You personally think that? That's how I stated the question. You said yes to it. Um, okay, so no, you already yes. said yes. Um, yeah. My number three. 
my number three is that Queen Elizabeth is a cannibal. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so no, I, so yeah, it's very, very close. Um, dude, that, you know, what, what a season finale. We almost had like this, we have the same idea for the uh, same similar number. and yours. She's a cannibal, which means that she's a human that eats humans and yeah. mine. She's just a predator. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so I don't but want they're to both eating people. That's true. I don't want to defend this one because of the cannibal thing. Mm. But I mean, think about this. How easily could she get away with this? If Have you ever seen her eat? Uh, maybe a piece of cake. Oh. <laughs> That's a callback, I guess. Um, but I mean, yeah, like no one's paying that much attention. They're paying more attention to her kids and who her kids are dating and stuff like that. Or her grandkids her or whatever. Her kids are not dating. Sorry, her her grandkids. You're very out of this What here. No, who are the people? Who are the princes? Her grandchildren are not. Well, I guess Harry's dating sometimes. Yeah. I I edited this. It's her grandchild. Her, her grandkids. Well, one's married, right? And then the other one's dating and has kids. The so other she one's has dating that amazing too. woman from Suits. Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah. That's who he's dating. Ugh. Prince Harry. Um, uh, yeah, so let's be honest. She could totally get away with this. No one's paying the right kind of attention to this family. It, it's not like you can't really deny it. That's all I'm going to say. You can't deny it. So. It's true. You, you want to believe it's prove not it true. wrong. Yeah, it can't be proven wrong. What's your number two? My number two uh, is, and this has also come up on our, on my Area 51 list. Uh, and it is the theory that the Earth is hollow. Oh, it's on my H&M's. And there are entrances to hollow Earth in each of the poles, so the North Pole and the South Pole, uh, and that those entrances are surrounded by giant ice walls that all of the world powers work together to protect so people can't get in there. Yes. And I've heard mixed theories that these either lead to the underworld or... They lead to a very nice environment that's very habitable. And it is currently where the Vikings, Nazis, and the natives to our planet, a.k.a. the aliens, live. So whenever we see aliens, it just means they're they're coming out from hollow Earth. Not from space. Yes. I heard yep, this. I, I mostly like the idea of all the world powers, like, working together to guard these entrances to this, like virtually this second earth that we have that they're hiding from us oh, i just want to uh, get down there i know either they're protecting us from it if it's like the underworld or they're keeping us from the riches oh so it could be good or bad i believe it's the riches part that's what i'd like to believe okay yeah you can you can choose to believe that i love that there are apparently vikings down there Nazi for yes. some reason the world is protecting Nazis that live under there. I don't know. Vikings, I don't know. Nazis, and aliens live but, there together. Like what what kind of sky do they have? I just need to know. Like how does I that work? NASA's probably projecting a no. sky up onto the Dude, roof. Yeah, that's so true. That, yeah. Boom. Um, I love it. Uh and yep, Queen Elizabeth probably has a, a hole there where she drops the bones of her victims she's eaten oh nice yeah that is really dark why did i say (laughs) that number two ben thank you uh my number two is that robert kardashian is ted cruz oh (laughs) i did not (laughs) 
did not see that coming, and I did not see that on the internet. <laughs> so possibly the most <laughs> ridiculous thing I've ever heard, um, but very, very plausible. Uh, Robert Kardashian is the uh, – uh, he was like a lawyer. Uh, yes, in the OJ case. Yeah, he was like friends with OJ. Um, right. And he is the father of the Kardashian children. Obviously, correct, because they're the only ones to have that last name in the entire world. Um, so, and you guys are familiar with the Kardashians because simply being in the world, you can't avoid it. Um, and neither can we like, he. We like to keep up with them. Yeah, he couldn't avoid it either. So, Robert Kardashian faked his death to get away from the women in his life and to begin oh. a career, a successful career in politics as Ted Cruz. Well, that makes a lot of sense. It does make sense. Um, and it also explains a lot about Ted Cruz. Does it? Yes, it does. Okay. For instance? Uh, nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you'd like to add to just, that statement? I just love that Robert Kardashian is Ted Cruz is what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, something you would think you would say every day. Well, people think that... Uh, Ted Cruz is actually the uh, uh, that murderer. Why can't I think of the name? Tell me, help me. Uh, Jack the Ripper. No, <laughs> no, the uh, z- z- uh, the z- uh, Zodiac Killer. Oh yeah, that um, seems a little more legit. Which is hilarious because he was not alive during the Zodiac murders. So I guess I don't think he was, or he was like a child or something. I don't know. It's, <laughs> I think he Child responded killer. to that too, and he's like, "What? What? Are you... Anyway, <laughs> what, what is your number uh, one? I'm so ooh, ready. My number one, my number one, took takes a bit of a different turn, and it's that all conspiracy theories are a conspiracy theory. Oh, dude, because they have all been created by an organism. What? Yes, a mysterious organism." that creates conspiracy theories in order to create a sense of fear, anxiety, and paranoia in humans so that we can be easily manipulated. Kind of like this mysterious puppet master organism that sees humans, wants to be able to manipulate our actions, so feeds us these conspiracy theories to make us a little more malleable in the head. I love this. (laughs) (laughs) So they're all fake. Every single one of them is fake. They're just being fed to us, uh, no matter how plausible or how crazy, by our uh, overlord organism thing, alien, whatever you want to call it. Wait, where where is this organism thing? Do we does it say? We don't know. Ah, dang Maybe it. it's in Hollow Earth. <gasps> oh my goodness! This is this has blown my mind. Wait, how's it? Yeah. How's it getting in all over? Wait, how's it influencing us? Is that? I don't know. Maybe it's telepathic and it can like just Wi-Fi? feed these thoughts into people's minds. It's got a Wi-Fi connection or something. It might just have a Wi-Fi connection. You're right. <laughs> One of those two, definitely. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's either telepathic or has Wi-Fi. Dude, where did you find this? I had, I've never uh, heard of that. I found that one on. I don't remember. Okay. A Wikipedia thing. That is real good and. Kind of destroys all of our lists because that one's the true one. So 
obviously. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Dude, what a jerk. Am I right? Sorry. Like, <laughs> Sorry. No, no, not you. I'm talking about the organism. Oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's rough. It's a, it's a big pill to swallow. Yeah. What's your number one, Ben? My number one is that, here we go. Here it is. Here, the answer we've all been looking for. Uh, <laughs> Donald Trump is an ocean alien from Mars. Mm. Did you see this one? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> okay. But this is pretty much truth. Like we've established <laughs> this to be fact, right? All right? Yeah. So here we go. Let me explain. Uh, due to a NASA rover photo from Mars, a dude named Scott Waring. Thank you, Scott Waring, for submitting this. Just kidding. You did not. Uh, he noticed the similarities between a Mars rock and Donald Trump's head. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now, okay. he th- apparently thinks, from what I've surmised, that Trump is an alien um, from the ancient oceans of Mars. Um, and mm. this alien has the powers to create mass hysteria and loyalty with his words. Okay. So, so right. here we go. Let me it's all making sense. Let me explain why this is my number one. So Donald Trump is an ocean alien from Mars. And I would defend this to the death because, frankly, we just need answers. Oh, yeah. And these are those answers. <laughs> we, like, everyone's wondering, like, just kind of scratching their heads every time he tweets or something. We're just like, what is, what's going on here? And, like, let me, t- let me tell you. Let me enlighten you. That's it. That's it. Oh, oh finally, I get, we, we accidentally elected an ocean alien from Mars. <laughs> well. That was my number one. Do you have any H&M's, Ben? Yes, I do. Do you want me to just list them off real quick? Yeah, I have a bunch, and I think you have a bunch, so we'll probably just need to list them off real quick. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll right through it. All right, um, I already mentioned the Illuminati's or secret reptiles, Avi. All right. Yeah. Um, all Star Wars characters are actually giant alien people, like a hundred feet tall, because oh, have you ever heard this one? No. Okay, let me stop on this one. Um, they are like a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, right? Mm-hmm. And so we don't know if their worlds are just bigger and they're like 50 feet or 100 feet tall because we've never seen them standing next to one of us. Okay. I love this one. could also just be really tiny, too. That's, like that's true. Here's a who. That's so true. Um, I love that. To death. Okay. Um, I don't know why I didn't make it on my list. Anyway, uh, Palestinian officials think Israel has been dumping aphrodisiac gum in Gaza so young people will have more sex. Oh, yeah. Seems legit. I, nah, right, Israel, Israel, Israel. That's just too far. Uh, the Earth is hollow. Beatles never existed. The Beatles. That's um, all that. President Obama can control the weather. That's all that, too. Uh, Saddam Hussein has a Stargate. Had a Stargate, obviously. Um, and the moon, Jembe, does not exist. Mm, I saw that one too. And I also had one on here that I found that said Saved by the Bell was a vehicle for the Illuminati. Which I, I think also is, saw that one. That is utter garbage <laughs> because, hey, just like Zach Morris, you know. I don't know. <laughs> what, what, what's your list, H&M? My list is the, the U.S. flags that have gold trim around them actually represent a different country uh a secret one a secret country Uh, all secret organizations are actually branches of one ancient secret organization called the brotherhood of the snake uh 
Jay-Z is a time-traveling vampire. Yeah, I saw that one. And, whoa, how is the Brotherhood of the Snake not on your list? That's awesome. Well, I did not yeah, hear that it's one. kind of cool. Uh, Mark Twain was the mastermind behind the assassination of President McKinley. Alrighty. Yep, don't know why, but I like the sound of it. Uh, the Chinese currently have thousands of troops that are just kind of at the Mexican border what? in disguise. What? Preparing to invade us. <laughs> Wait, are those Mexicans? And Wait, Chi- are those Chinese? <laughs> are those Chinese Mexicans? <laughs> and then my last one, the one that I do firmly believe is just Atlantis. Um, yeah. But I felt like it was cheap to put it on the list, so I didn't. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think that was a good um, list. It was a pretty good list. And we love our theories. We do. We do. And on that note, um, I have a list verse to go through real quick. Let's do it. And I haven't read all of this. I was just, as I normally do, um, I was leaving up the list verse gods and just clicking the random list button. And I came across, so I haven't even read all of this. In crazy theories and conspiracies regarding Mars. Oh, dude, hit me. What? How cool I'm is that? It. All right. This is, uh, hold on, I need to click read more. This is from Marcus Louth. Right, May Louth. 28th, 2016. Number 10. Uh, Bobos Moon is really a station. Nine. Oh, that was it? This, nine. Okay. The Sphinx Pyramids. Look at Sphinx and Pyramids on Mars. Okay. Uh, eight. <laughs> Project Red Sun. It was a secret manned mission to Mars. So we've been there. Obama? kind of like Obama, but different, different. Uh, we've been there, and it was a secret, and we're just not telling everyone. Number seven. A, in 1979, a NASA employee witnessed someone walking on Mars. What? Yep. Okay. Like, she just, just saw it happen. And apparently they're keeping that hush-hush. Number six. Oh, apparently in, like, 1976, some guy proved that there is life on Mars. And it was suppressed. His study was, like, filed away or whatever. I believe it. Uh, this number three or five, sorry, we're only on number five, is this theory called, mm, unfortunate name, panspermia. Oof. Which means that we originally came from Mars. Ugh. And I colonized Earth. Yeah. Interesting. Number four uh, is the theory that there has been nuclear war on Mars because of some of the gases and things that are found there. Number three uh, is that we have found a Stargate on Mars. Oh, what's with the Stargates? Uh, two, we have found an ancient Sidonian city. I don't even know what that means on Mars. I don't know either. Reading, skimming. I don't know. Some sort of a- we've found an ancient city on Mars. And number one... Oh, that we've just found a lot of cool things there. That's essentially what number one is. Like what? That's kind of a letdown. Like human bones and Egyptian artifacts. 
and lizards. Egyptian artifacts. And a crab. Oh, oh crab. Okay. <laughs> a single crab. That has turned it around for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. That's the list Um, by M- Marcus Lau. You know what? This seems like a list that would be better uh, digested if I were able to read all of what he has. I assume he has more. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we don't yeah. have time to get into all that nonsense. Right, right. Um, I think there's just enough here to kind of, like, pull you in. Like, just enough intrigue and, and stuff that might even be, like, somewhat real. Like, like Maybe. people are suspicious of things that actually happened, even if they don't result in these I'm kind of I'm going to look into some of these things further. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm because of that, because it's not, like, just far-flung, like, Donald Trump's head was found on Mars, whatever. I'm going to give this a, like a four. Can I do three and a half? Yeah. Or I'm going to give it a, th- a three and a half vomiting kitties out of five. Not too shabby, Marcus. No, not, not that bad, Loaf. Not too shabby. Or Lauf? Loaf? Lauf. 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 I think. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Well, hey, I, th- I think that kind of wraps up our season one finale. Yeah. It does. A little long one for you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Bonus up, bonus material. Yeah. Wait, you mean stuff we do all the time? Right. Right. Well, uh, just because we won't be, you know, in your your feed every Monday doesn't mean you can't rate, re- review, and subscribe to us. And you know, go in our back catalog if you have not listened to all the episodes. Listen to everything because it's in ev- a good chance to get caught up. That's right, because in every single episode, we've dropped hints about a, a mystery that we are are slowly unraveling. Yes, uh, because we we are nothing if not conspiracy theorists ourselves. And so we've added something in each episode. So if you can pick up on that, please email us and let us know. You can email us about anything. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your top 10 list ideas, your own lists if you have them, or just anything. Uh, you can email us at top10withmikeandben at gmail.com. And I want to thank uh, my, my buddy Tyler and Allie. I want to th- thank uh, those those two fellas. Oh, wow. Okay. One's a girl, a lady fella, uh, for emailing us. I don't have the email in front of me or I'd read it. I don't know if you do. Um, I do not. They they've been listening to us and they enjoy us and I appreciate that. Oh, they wrote us about how uh, Lin Manuel, yeah. yeah, and from Pottywood, Lin Manuel wrote um, Cantina song for Star Wars episode uh, seven. Seven. Yeah. So uh, thank you for for reminding us. I actually I knew of that and I totally forgot. So thank you for reminding us and thank you for listening, guys. Um, and thank you for listening. If if you enjoy this, please tell a friend. You've got time to catch up. Uh, you can tweet at us at Real Micah and Ben, or check out our Facebook where random nonsense is posted from time to time. Uh, we'd like to thank the Legal Immigrants for letting us use their two songs from their album Panacea. Their first uh, song, uh, Panacea, being the intro for our show, and the last uh, or second song that we have, our outro is Hollywood, uh, which. We love very much. And if you want to check them out, they're on Spotify, iTunes, and they have a Facebook page as well. And thank you to Lex and Catherine for our awesome logos that I love looking at uh, and staring at for long periods of time. That it? I think, yeah, I think that was it. That was pretty good. Not bad. I, we didn't kind of do a trade-off. I apologize. I kind of just started going. Yeah, you've kind of just commandeered the the outro section. I kind of I kind of feel bad, but maybe maybe I should let you. 
Like I should, I should dial and you should hang up or something. <laughs> so I, I apologize. We'll work on that. We'll figure that one out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out for season two. All right. Well, uh, it looks like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, these are our boarding passes. Yes. Um, it looks like we're actually, you know, perfect timing. We're ready to get on our, our plane to Tibet. Almost like we planned it that way. Almost like we planned it that way. I can't wait to uh, see what Tibet is all about and to figure out where Tibet is. It's in Asia. You'll hey, see. You'll see. You soon learn something enough. new every day. All right. We may not. We may not be completely silent during this. Uh, well, I don't want to put too much hope in your heart. Whoa. Man. We might do an audio journal. <laughs> That's what I'm saying about Dude. our time in Tibet. To keep you updated about our spiritual journey and adventures yeah. into that. We know you guys are probably going to be curious, so yeah. we don't want to keep you completely in the dark. Yeah, we shall see. Uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated for uh, when we come back as well. So thank you so much for yep. listening. Uh, we love you guys very much. Um, and ha- have a good have a good fall. Have a good, uh, yeah. Autumn. An, aut- an autumn, if you will. See you in season two. See you in season two. All right, bye. Hey. I'm trying.